You just get a group of men together and watch them do dumb stuff. Yeah, maybe there's not that much to do on the last Sunday in February. <laughs> remember when we all gossiped about you back in March? Yeah, yeah right. we remember. I sewed it into my shirt. Idea. Of course you burn all of it. Yeah. That just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Humans well, are humans. We're done. Move on. Burn it all. Where would that come from? Maybe it was inspired by something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's an awfully weird thing to include. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. We are doing a winter theme for December, since it's winter here in Krakow, Poland. And our quiz master today is Soups. Hello. And he's going to be doing a Find the Fake episode on winter traditions in Europe. So he will present us with four traditions practiced in Europe in the wintertime. But one of these traditions he has made up. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in trying to figure out which one it is. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about traditions in different cities in Europe. So these are not necessarily country-wise traditions. They're very specific to that city or oh, region. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. But before we get started, low-hanging fruit of the week. When is the last day of the Advent season? Ah, crap. It's Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is yeah. it, right? To be specific, Christmas Eve, yeah. 24th. Yeah. The 24th. Yes. Yeah. So Advent always, the starting date changes every year. Like this year is the 28th of November, but it always ends on the 24th. Mm. Okay. But we're not going to talk about Christmas in this episode. We're going to talk about other winter traditions. Okay, fun. All right. Let's start with tradition number one. Okay. It's called Els Enfarinats. And this is celebrated in Alicante, Spain. Okay. Els Enfarinats is a Valencian word which roughly translates to the flowered ones. Flowered as in like what you use for baking and not like oh, rose. Or, okay. okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a 200 year old festival, which happens every year on the 28th of December, which is in this region known as the Day of the Innocents, which is the Spanish equivalent of April Fool's Day. Ah. Oh, okay. Innocente. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so this tradition, what it is, is actually a game played by married men. One group is the government and one is like the opposition. Okay. And the whole day they go around town basically throwing eggs, flour, firecrackers against each other. Wow. Okay. In terms of trying to win it. Okay. Like win the tournament. How are points scored yeah. and like... Is it like yeah. dodgeball? Like what? if you get hit with an egg, you're out? Yeah. By the evening, everyone's like got like eggs and like firecrackers, but it's playful. Mm-hmm. But the origin of this tradition is not very playful. It actually comes from the New Testament where King Herod... Oh, yeah. He slaughtered <laughs> all the infant boys in order to kill baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. So the participants use this El Enfarinats tradition as a way to remember this. Yeah, because it's called the Massacre of the Innocents. Right. Okay, that lines up. It's weird to me that that's like, haha, April Fools, let's <laughs> murder babies. Yeah. It does also make sense that it would be after Christmas because Jesus has been born. Okay. Timeline makes sense. Yeah. Sure. Assuming that Jesus actually was born December 25th, blah, blah, sure. blah. Oh. Right. Right. We stick yes. with the tradition. <laughs> yes. We stick with That's the a tradition. tradition. Yeah. So that, yeah. that makes sense that that day would come after. I'd never thought about it or heard about it as a day, but it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throwing eggs and flour and stuff yeah. sounds like something people would do. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds kind of like some other traditions around the world, like Schmingestingus in Poland, you do it with water. And it kind of fits with being around Christmas. You would have a lot of food and stuff gathered together anyway. So Mm -hmm. like we have extra flour from all of the whatever we made for Christmas and now we can throw it at each other and it's fun. Yeah. Because otherwise it's kind of wasteful to throw food. Yeah, right. Right. So I'm not hearing anything that sounds super fake Mm -hmm. or there's a hole or a lie. It also sounds very easy to make up. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a hard time seeing what connection there is between the massacre of the innocents and throwing food at each other. Yeah, especially flour. Like I noticed farina was in the name and that's Spanish for flour, right? Yeah. So what does that have to do with babies? Yeah, right. I mean, I know Soup's study Spanish. And maybe he's showing off the Spanish he learned. He's like, oh, I learned farina. I learned about innocence. I learned this tradition. And so, yeah, maybe he's showing that off. Mm. I have heard of Innocente, though, as like a prank day. So maybe this lines up. I have to hear the other three. Yeah, I have to hear them. All right. Tradition number two, fire bread fish. This is a tradition that is observed by the locals of the town called Gerardsbergen in the south of Belgium. It's a Flemish town bordering France. Mm-hmm. They have this whole shtick about we were here even before Belgium. It's true. Yep. <laughs> this tradition is for the last Sunday in February. The tradition kicks off where the participants dressed up as medieval knights and they trek up to the hill and the town. Once they are up in the town, they start throwing round bread. Very similar to a, like a bagel. Okay. Yeah. okay. They just start raining it down to the town from the top of the oh, hill. No. More food throwing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they set a wooden barrel on fire and carry torches and track back down. Carrying torches basically signifies that it's the end of winter and the light is... Okay. The light is coming back. Okay. That makes sense. Where's the fish? But before (laughs) trekking down, they drink live fish from a goblet of red wine. What? (laughs) Yes. So they're alive. Uh Yes, this is an alive fish. They're live fish. Dipped in red wine and you gotta... And then you slurp it. Yeah, exactly. But now they have blocked it that every year only a maximum of 12 people can do it. Oh. Okay. And one of them is like the main priest of the... Okay. Wow. That's so weird. Wow. It sounds like a fever dream that Soup's had. (laughs) (laughs) And then I drank a goblet with a fish in it and it was wine and there was a burning torch. Oh my God. And I threw this bread at people. What? How are any of the things connected? That's so Um, wild. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds so much like a frat hazing. Yeah. It's like dress up like knights, throw random bread, and then slurp a goldfish, yeah. right? Like it's, it's like from a movie or something. Basically, the city was being attacked and it was surrounded. And they started throwing this bread to prove that, don't worry, we have ample amount of food. Uh, you can't starve us. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. you cannot. Yeah, besiege us all you want, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We just toss our bread to you. Yeah. We'll even put fish in our wine. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. It's like they just crammed all their symbolism into one tradition. Yeah, that's very bizarre. I've never heard of anything like this. No, but I mean, weird, small European towns, like, (laughs) it makes sense that they do weird things. Yeah. You just get a group of men together and watch them do dumb stuff. Yeah. Maybe there's not that much to do on the last Sunday in February. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if I completely believe that, but... Yeah. It's a little too ridiculous. Yeah. But it might Mm -hmm. be just weird enough to be real. Right? Let's hear the third one. Yeah. Yeah, sure. 
I call this tradition bonfire and gas station. This tradition comes from a town in western Norway called Kipien. And they have a carnival that starts on the New Year's Eve at midnight. The whole year, the people in this town, they're busy designing costumes. They actually represent the local happenings. And so at midnight, everyone joins the parade. And then the people in the town, they're passing like satirical commentary on the local affairs. <laughs> what? And and it's like a big honor if somebody talks about you. Ooh. Oh, okay. So if like you're part of someone's costume, right, right. it's like, oh, you're right. the big story. Yeah. Remember when we all gossiped about you back in March? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. We remember. I sewed it into my shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yes, yeah, so of course, as a part of this carnival, there's like floats, posters, you know, and this is a very beautiful city of Cobble Street, the traditional mm-hmm. Norwegian houses. So the carnival's passing off there. And all of these floats, posters and everything that is in the carnival, they all end up in a huge bonfire. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. And this bonfire is frighteningly close to a gas station. Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> Couldn't they put it anywhere? <laughs> this tradition has been on in this town in Norway since the 18, 1900s. Uh-huh. Okay. Nice. So it's less about like, why did they put the bonfire near the gas station yeah. and more why did they put the gas station near the bonfire? Yeah, exactly. Bonfire right. has been happening way longer than gas stations have been around. Good point. That just seems like a weird, surprising fact. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. I like the kind of like visual calendar year in review, but mm-hmm. you wear it. Yeah. I think we should do that in other places. <laughs> I, I'm into that. That's, That's awesome. Fun. I like that and idea. And then of course you burn all of it. Yeah. That just makes Shut sense. Yeah. <laughs> Humans well, are humans. We're done. Move on. Burn it all. <laughs> Get ready for Cleansing. next year. It's yeah. the new year. Yeah, exactly. This one seems fairly realistic to me. That's mm-hmm. awfully creative. Mm-hmm. I'd be really impressed if Soup's made it up. Yeah. But for me, the biggest detail is the gas station. Because it's kind of like, why would Soup's add that? Mm-hmm. Why would anyone think to add that? Right. Where would that come from? Maybe it was inspired by something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's an awfully weird thing to include. You're right. I like it. I have to hear another one. Yeah. All right. The last tradition. Oranges and terraces in Sibiu. Okay. okay. The harvesting season for oranges in Sevilla, they start from the end of December until mid-February. Of course, oranges, big thing in mm-hmm. Sevilla. That's what the city is known for. Every year in third week of January, the first batches of marmalade is prepared by young people. And they barge into the town hall and they make their way to the terrace. And everybody's sharing marmalades in the terrace in the city square. And it's marmalade and not oranges because these oranges are the trees that are around the city square. Mm-hmm. And this specific breed of oranges are too bitter okay. to be eaten raw. Okay, mm-hmm. That's why they make marmalade out of this. Mm. And once they're done, the marmalade that is left is then gifted to the royal family in Britain. Oh, here's the marmalade we didn't eat. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. What, from Spain to Britain? Yes. What? That's so weird. I do know that citrus is ripe in the winter. Mm-hmm. So that checks out. The marmalade thing? I don't really get this tradition. Yeah. Like, I've been to Sevilla a couple times. I don't remember the town hall, but it must be kind of unique that this terrace is big enough to host many people Mm -hmm. and it would be a place where you would throw a party dedicated to marmalade Yeah. for some reason. Right. 
The whole idea of this tradition is because they produce so much oranges, they can get rid of oh, the. Wow. They can't get rid of them fast enough. No, no, they can't. I mean, they're exporting as much they can export, <laughs> yeah, right? They're right. consuming as much they can consume, but there's still a lot left. Wow. It's weird and half-baked, yeah. which weirdly makes it sound more real. Yeah, it kind of sounds like some of those traditions where you don't know why you do it anymore. You just do it. <laughs> yeah. We just eat marmalade. And it doesn't, it's like, well, what do you do? It's like, we just hang out and eat marmalade. I don't know. Like, what, yeah. what more do you need? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, so in that way, it seems more realistic, actually. Like, right. if he had a really succinct reasoning, that would sound more like a lie. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're making up a tradition, you would make up, this is exactly why we do this thing. Yeah. Real human traditions tend to be messy. Yeah, right. So it makes it sound more realistic that it makes no sense mm -hmm. at all <laughs> why this is a thing. Yeah. So I think this one seems real. Yeah, I don't know what holes to poke in it, yeah. you know. Okay. Those were very weird and interesting. Yeah. And almost all food related. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird thing in the winter time. Because mm -hmm. usually, you know, in Europe, you don't have so much food everywhere, especially in Northern Europe. So it's interesting so much about wasting and throwing food. <laughs> yeah. Before we guess which one is the fake, can you please repeat the traditions? Absolutely. The first tradition is the Els Enfarinats, which is celebrated in Alicante, Spain. The second tradition is the Fire, Bread and Fish, which is observed in Geratsbergen in Belgium. The third tradition is bonfire and gas station in Kipien, Norway. And the fourth tradition is oranges and terraces celebrated in Sevilla, Spain. One of them I just made up. Hmm. Wow. So I think I'm going to go with number two. Geraldsbergen. Yeah. The Belgian one. The Flemish one. Yes. 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 I have Flemish ancestry. Uh, is that why you're leaning that way? <laughs> it sounds like the plot of like some frat movie. Ah, uh, okay. Like the whole drinking goldfish trope. Oh, it yeah. seems like an American movie. Like yeah. that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know why he picked Flanders, except he figured we know nothing about mm -hmm. it. Maybe. Yeah. Because it was just so weird and none of it made any sense, which like we talked about in the last one as being something that sounds truthful, mm -hmm. but there were so many parts to it and it didn't have a name yeah. or why it's happening. I was keep trying to think like the last Sunday in February, is that something else? But honestly, it's tough. Yeah. I think it's the first one. I've heard of Inocente as being a prank thing in like Latin America, but I've never okay. heard of it in Spain specifically. And I have no idea if this town even exists, but the throwing of the flower and the murdering of the babies, I just cannot make those <laughs> get connected in my head. And so I'm like, that can't be real. He yeah. must be using his Spanish knowledge. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I agree. Like we talked about like, yeah, he could just be using Spanish knowledge. I mean, it's weird. So weird. It doesn't really connect. I kind of started to think that one sounded a little more real because it does have a better like reason. Mm -hmm. At least that's a real holiday. Yes. He maybe made up the tradition. Yes. What they do, but it is a real day. Right. December 28th is 
the day of the innocence. Okay, I believe that. So, but the rest of it, I'm yeah, not so sure. On. Yeah. Okay. And then number three, the bonfire. I mean, that's creative. I like it. It's really cool. I genuinely super impressed. If that's the lie. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, number four. I mean, also could be very made up. Just like literally, soups is like looking at a jar of marmalade, <laughs> thinking about his trip to Spain, <laughs> and is like, oh yeah, they just eat marmalade on a terrace. Yeah. Why is it in English? Oh, maybe they send it to England. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I mean, sure. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. So it's tough. This is All a right. hard one, but I think tough. I'm going to say number two. I say number one. All right. Both of them are actually true traditions. Wow. Wow. Make, make up. What the hell is happening in Flanders? <laughs> I was using my Spanish knowledge. Yes. But okay. for a completely different fact, which I called Oranges and Terraces. There's only the palace, like oh. the, yeah, the Alcazar. Pal- Alcazar Palace. Mm. And that's where these oranges grow. Creating marmalade is like a huge culture in Sibia, mm-hmm. but got nothing to do with town hall and terraces like mm-hmm. that part. Okay. And in the 20th century, they used to send some batches of this marmalade to the British royal family. So that part oh. was true. But they don't do that anymore. No, they don't do that. No, mm. They used to do it, but then it stopped for some reason. They're I like, know. buy your own oranges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can buy them. If yeah. you want. <laughs> but uh, there is no young people barging into the town hall, going to the terraces, and, enjoying marmalade. And for some reason, <laughs> eating marmalade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just made it up. But wow. it's, it's totally fake. That is the thing with traditions, right? They yeah. sound made up. Because somebody at one time did make they them up. They were just made up. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. based off of in the Alcazar, there's a right. grove yeah. of mm. Valencia oranges. And those oranges are used to make marmalade. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, wow. I learned something new. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Marmalade's not a party. Yeah. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We'll be continuing this theme about winter for the rest of the month. And as always, thanks for listening. I forgot what I'm doing. I'm tired.